You are Locked On Indians, your daily Cleveland Indians podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As it says, this is Locked On Indians, and I am your host, Jeff Ellis of 24-7 Sports. We have a lot to talk about on today's show. We're going to go into today's game, uh, some of the performances that stand out. We are going to spend quite a bit of time on AA Akron, as there was a transaction of a player moving up that we have to talk about. There is the continued performance of the Indians' number one prospect and another rehab start by Danny Salazar. So Akron has a lot going on as it relates to the Indians' future and this season. Um, so without any further ado, we're just going to dive into the game today. It was a long one thanks to a rain delay, uh, a very unfortunate rain delay because it ended up knocking... Uh, Zach Plesak out uh, after just three innings. So there was no victory for him in this one, uh, even though he pitched quite well. And after a few struggles that he had had in his last few starts, it was nice to see him performing well coming out and pitching. Yes, the Tigers are not a great offense, but this is still an offense that had touched up Trevor Bauer uh, in his start. Final uh, box score on Plesak, three innings, no hits, no runs, one walk, one strikeout. He was fantastic. There's no other way to put it. Um, after him, uh, Tyler Clippard, who had struggled against the Twins, came in, pitched two innings, one hit, the only hit for the Tigers in the entire game. Side note, yes, this was a complete hit shutout, one hitter, one walk. It's quite the game for the Indians. Uh, pitchers. He struck out two. Uh, Nick Goody comes in, pitches two innings, striking out three. And Tyler Olson closes it out, also striking out two while not allowing anyone getting on base. Nice game for all the pitching staff. And the pitchers are clearly the player of the game for this one. Um, Ryan Carpenter was who the uh, the Tigers had on the opposing side of things. Remember, even going into last night, they had not announced who their starter was. Carpenter, um, it's been ugly for him this year. He has uh, had nine starts for the Tigers, now ten. ERA over nine, whip approaching two. He's a six-foot-five lefty. He's a big lefty. He's going to get more chances, even though he is 28 years of age. Um, But, uh, yeah, Carpenter. And, again, the Indians are a team right now. It's so odd to say after years and years and years of them being so bad against left-handers, they're better against lefties. If you're an Indians fan, you want to see a left-handed pitcher on the mound. So uh, going with Carpenter here, not necessarily the best tactical decision unless you're trying to lose, which, frankly, uh, the Tigers might be trying to do at this point. So, yeah, that's uh, the pitchers were... there aren't enough words. Offensively, Mercado goes deep again. That's now seven for him. Naquin goes deep. That's now eight for him. Uh, Kipnis and Ramirez each have a double. Luplo has two. So when you look at it, and then, you know, credit where credit's due. I've been complaining for so long. Now, it's not the ideal spot for Kipnis still, having him bat uh, sixth. One spot ahead of Roberto Perez, and I know Roberto Perez went 0 for 4 tonight, and Kipnis did have an extra base hit. But uh, the numbers show Perez is better than Kipnis. But Kipnis did get moved down in the order. So um, kudos to uh, Tito for making the right call there. Again, he should be lower. But uh, I can't argue too much with with the overall uh, performance or the overall moving him down. That is a step in the right direction. Uh, Santana and uh, 
Perez, you know, the Indians, <laughs> two of the Indians' best hitters were the only ones who did not uh, find their way on base in this game. Uh, the rest of the team, uh, you know, uh, Mercado, one hit, which was the home run, but he also had two walks. Go down, Ramirez, just the one hit, one, two hits for Luplo, one hit for Kipnis, two for Naquin, one for Bowers. Now, it's always interesting to see Naquin because he was terrible against lefties for his career, so um, I, they just don't have a lot of choices right now. In an ideal world, uh, Naquin Luplo would be a platoon, but especially with them having called up um, Plesak, which means they sent down Bobby Bradley, I think it's the right call. Um, Bradley... Uh, just the power is there, but he had not done enough in game to stick around at this point. But you know he got uh, he got a look, and that that is important um, when it comes time to add a bat. He's not the one I would add from AAA. We'll get into that in the second half of the show. But uh, especially now they're just shorthanded because they're carrying so many pitchers to begin with, and they just don't have a lot of options. So you have Naquin down there, and he's continuing to play well. Um, I don't love leaving him in the ninth spot when he's been one of their more productive hitters, especially um, in the month of July and over the last month or so. But it was a complete offensive game leading to those eight runs. Yes, it helps when you have two home runs and four dub- five doubles. So, But uh, yeah, the Tigers are always a good fix for what ails you. This is a team that uh, that is very, very bad. And the Indians uh, will have a two more bites of the apple, as it were, against the Tigers in uh, in this series. Of course, now is when it's a little more difficult because the uh, the Tigers' next two starters are Spencer Turnbull and Matthew Boyd, who have both been quite strong this year. Uh, I mentioned before Thursday's game is going to have just about every scout in the country for a team that needs pitching in attendance as Boyd and Bauer might be the two biggest names uh, available at the deadline, especially with the way the Giants have played of late, all of a sudden making people wonder if the Giants are not going to be sellers. So um, that is the game today. Uh, see, tomorrow's matchup for the Indians will give, I already mentioned tomorrow is Spencer Turnbull, um, and Thursday is Bauer versus Boyd. So tomorrow, uh, facing Turnbull, you have, why am I blanking on this? It is Mike Clevenger tomorrow. I was not 100% sure. And then after that series, it's Kansas City. So the uh, the good times keep rolling. And uh, in that first game, it'll be Shane Bieber versus uh, the recently acquired Mike Montgomery, who um, is a rehabilitation target for uh, the Royals, former Royal himself. Uh, who has been uh, one of the worst pitchers in baseball this year by advanced metrics? So that uh, you know, it's a nice little gift for the Indians as well, heading into that series against the Royals. I want to remind everyone that you can tell your smart device to play Locked On Indians. Just uh, boot it up, say "Play Locked On Indians," and I can be with you for your ride, for your run, whatever you uh, you might want to listen to this podcast for. Um, I am right there. Just tell your smart device to play Lockdown Indians. And also, that, um, especially if you're a Cleveland area business, because Cleveland's one of the areas that has all three sports covered by the Lockdown Network, uh, if you would like to reach an upscale male audience, that you can uh, contact Lockdown at Lockdown Sports Podcasts, and they will talk to you about how you can get yourself uh, 
you know, uh, some advertising spots in these podcasts and help uh, increase your business flow. So I mentioned um, we have to talk about Akron because of everything that's been happening down there. Before then, I do want to talk real quickly, though, about, uh, you know, I mentioned that uh, uh, Bobby Bradley wouldn't necessarily be the guy I would call up if I need a hitter from AAA, that uh, there's someone else. And you have to talk about Daniel Johnson. Just yesterday, you know, he went 4-4 four for four with a double uh, scored two runs. He's a uh, an above average to plus defender in right or left, and you know, he's got power. He's got speed. Will he hit enough? I think so. Um, doubt him at your own risk. He is he has excelled this year in the minors, and uh, he should probably get the next shot at filling in one of those spots. Especially because the Indians could use another outfielder right now. Let's let's be 100% honest. That is more of a need than a first base type player. And while we speak about players in Columbus, we'll transition over. Today it was announced that um, Eli Morgan is getting the call up to AAA. Now, if you have followed along at home, you know that pretty much dating back to his college days, I've been a huge Eli Morgan fan. This will be his third level this year. They moved him very quickly through double A, and it's hard to blame them because he is still yet to be challenged in the minors. This is a guy who, throughout his career in the minors, has just dominated. There's no other way to put it. He has yet to find a level that challenges him. I uh, started the year in Lynchburg, had six starts, an ERA under two, a walk rate under two, a strikeout rate over 10 gets bumped up to double a which is the second hardest uh jump but uh, that a player will hit outside of the jump to the majors uh has 11 starts in double a strikeout rate over nine walk rate a little over three uh era barely over three continues to excel the only concern that really stood out there is the home run rate and it was high in a park that is uh not home run friendly so that'll be something to watch but it, he, you know, it's the, the Shane Bieber track almost. Um, not quite as quickly as Bieber, but he is on a similar trajectory when you look at, uh, you know, this is just his second year in the minors and he's already up to AAA. Um, the Indians 40 man is a bit tight right now. I mean, there are some obvious dead weight candidates, um, but they are going to have to add a few guys this off season. I don't know if Morgan will get a September call up. I would bet against it at this point, um, especially because there are a few guys like Jared Robinson who I've mentioned repeatedly, who you need to add, or else he'll become a minor league free agent. So um, I expect him to get added as almost a guarantee. But Morgan just continues to uh, to push up. Now he wasn't um, quite as ridiculously dominant in Double A. He was just very very good so we'll see what happens it's he's got the one plus pitch in his change up and then the knock has always been the fastball uh and the size and can he hold up but in spite of it he continues to perform and uh hitters continue to have problems picking his stuff up and uh making consistent contact against him so eli morgan on his way up to triple a uh, across three levels this year. Uh, certainly a prospect to watch, and we'll see if uh, AAA can be interesting for a guy like Morgan, who is more fringy, because that's when they'll face uh, more professional-type hitters, and sometimes that's when the uh, the fringy guys uh, struggle. But other times, 
you know, I can just point out the Florida Marlins this year. I was really big on Jordan Yamamoto and Zach Gallen. And those are fringy guys with strong control and good secondary stuff, both undersized. But uh, both were able to miss bats in spite of fringy stuff. And they've been successful so far for the Marlins and the majors. So it's not uh, it, it's not necessarily a hard, fast rule for f- that, that someone with Morgan's build and such is going to be uh, exposed. It's sometimes players are just really good in spite of their size. Before we get into Danny Salazar, we'll talk about Nolan Jones. Uh, made his debut after the Futures game uh, once Akron was playing again and has not really looked back. Uh, he had a home run and a triple in last night's game. and tonight's game, he had another home run. So it's back-to-back games with home runs. He is... Uh, six games into his career but he's hitting 320 with an OPS of uh, 1050 uh, so far double-a has not been a challenge to him in the slightest he is hitting he's hitting for power um, it's it's exciting to see uh, he just continues to get better and better he is you know a big kid who's just going to get stronger and while we've been talking about him for a few years you know he's got that early May birthday so he's he just turned 21 this year. Um, you're looking at a guy who is on the doorsteps of the majors at the age of 21. Uh, the last two guys I can really think of that were hitters that did uh, similar things in the Indians minors, and I hate doing comparisons like this, was uh, was Francisco Lindor and Jose Ramirez. Those are the last two guys who really pushed through at such a young age. Now Jones is not going to see the majors until he's at least 22. But uh, I think at some point during his age 22 year, he will uh, he'll just continue playing too well to be ignored. Uh, I think he is about as untouchable as a prospect would get for the Cleveland Indians. Uh, it's hard to figure a deal where they would really include him at this point. I could see them moving any number of other prospects, but Jones just continues to hit and excel, and the tools are there, um, are just too much to ignore so I, I don't think Nolan Jones is going anywhere but we had to talk about him because it's back-to-back games with a, with home runs it's him just continuing to not slow down of course the uh, the thing that uh, that stands out maybe even more than Nolan Jones performance is the fact that Danny Salazar got the start uh, another strong outing limited outing again but three innings three hits one run Two walks, four strikeouts, and the one run came on a home run uh, that he gave up. So it's he's he has been good. He has not been necessarily stellar. He has not been uh, you know a top shelf. He has not been the Danny Salazar he was pre-injury, but he's showing enough. He is progressing, and that's all you really want to see at this point. Uh, I assume he'll get at least one, maybe two more starts down in Double A to continue kind of building up the innings. But uh, we'll see where the Indians go. But with the the way things are stacking up in this rotation, who would he replace becomes the question. Um, likely it'd be Adam Pletko. You would then have Bieber, Clevenger, Bauer are the three easy spots. Salazar fourth or fifth. Plesak is the other player I would think at this point. And then you have that nice safety net of, of Bloodco uh, back in AAA. Jeffrey Rodriguez, when he gets healthy, who had pitched uh, decently well for the Indians this year. And uh, at some point, you'll get Kluber back in addition. 
uh, Carrasco keeps saying he'll be back, but we'll see. I'm not going to to rush him or uh, put my uh, cart before the horse with Carlos Carrasco. I, it'd be great. I I love Cookie, and I hope he comes back sooner than later. But uh, the Indians still have so many options to roll out. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do now. All of this is under the, uh, you know, the the big caveat that Salazar stays healthy, continues to uh, to show improvement, and can stretch out his arm a little bit more, get a few more innings in a game. Otherwise, maybe he's just a, a relief arm. But I mean, when you think about his mix and everything, he has a chance to be uh, with as well as Brad Hand has pitched this year. And you think about peak Danny Salazar putting that in the pen if you have Salazar in the eighth and hand in the ninth that's that's a nice uh a situation to have in terms of arms you can count on not to mention I mean in general it has been quite the strong bullpen this year uh on the whole so I thought in as an Indians fan today was just an exciting day another Indians win a one hitter no less um all the guys who are continuing to perform offensively some of the pitchers having nice rebounds, Eli Morgan getting the call up, Nolan Jones continuing to hit, a Danny Salazar start. Just a lot of things going on uh, that made this one of the more interesting days that we have before the deadline. You know, the week of the deadline is when it's going to be really interesting. But for here we are in the middle of July. This was kind of one of the fun days to look into and watch. Thank you to everyone who listened, to those who rate and review, tell a friend. Um, Every month, the numbers are up, up, up. So thank you. And as always, go Tribe.